0: Hi everyone, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called, Did I Manifest My Husband Dead? And if you're joining me today, I hope it's because that grabbed your attention, and hopefully you listened to my last episode so you know I do adore my husband more than anything. So when I say this, it is coming from a place of me wanting you to be clear on the future that you want so that you don't accidentally manifest something that you don't want so stick with me today guys i'm gonna be about as honest as i can possibly be reveal my deepest guilt and so much more so thanks for joining and let's see where this goes today so let me start off today by just telling you i did not in any way shape or form want my husband to pass away but what i did want and what i thought you know, a couple years ago, that I wanted more than anything was to return to the workplace once my kids were, you know, more independent. I was ready to go back to not just being mom and um, wife and housekeeper and, <laughs> but you know, back to the career that I had created and so much more. I had big dreams still that I hadn't done yet. So what I really wanted was to be successful. On my own like not on my own but I wanted to be successful like have my own success that's the best way to put it so I didn't want our household income to be just solely because of my husband I wanted to be a contributor to that I wanted to show that my I wanted my kids to see it I guess that's what it is I wanted them to see that mom also was capable of taking care of them and providing for them and um, you know that I, I don't know. I just wanted their their view of what a mom's role was to be beyond just the person who got their lunch ready in the morning and laid out their clothes and you know washed the dishes. I wanted them to really see the balance that, and I wanted them to see that you know, to a certain degree, we can do anything we want. And I didn't want them to feel that there was limitation around if somebody decided to stay home. Now, this is not a gender thing at all. Um, As a matter of fact, from the time that my oldest was really tiny, he had decided that he wanted his job to be a stay-at-home dad. And it melted my heart. He has loved kids, babies since he was born. He has named his future children. (laughs) He's going to be the ultimate father. But part of that for me was showing him That you don't have to pick you know if you want to be that and you want to be something else that's okay too so i remember i got really big into manifestation at one point learning law of attraction learning how do you bring in what you really want and um, i don't necessarily even want to drop some of the names of the people that i was learning from because the last thing i want is for people to think that i was somehow improperly taught because I don't think I was. As a matter of fact, I think I was an incredibly powerful manifester. And I think almost everything that I put out there that I wanted to come to fruition did. And that's where this comes from. I remember laying there. I remember being in the moment of just, I was really good at this, visualizing the future that I wanted. I wasn't trying to I wasn't wanting it I wasn't putting out there all these affirmations and things that some people do to try to bring in the thing I wanted I was visualizing a future that I wanted and it included the things that I wanted to be able to provide for our family and it included you know what was it gonna feel like and smell like and I mean I was really good at this to the point at which I think that a lot of those end goals I can look back and I can say I think every single box was checked So what's the problem here? (laughs) The problem is I don't think in that vision I included my husband. I always include him in everything I do. But to me, it was a given. Like I didn't need to envision this future that had my boys in it and my husband in it and my dog in it because it already was. It had already come to pass. It already existed. I didn't feel as though I needed to manifest it. I apologize, there's a train in the background right now. (laughs) Sometimes there's some fun effects in the background while I'm recording. But anyway, yeah, I just, some things to me you didn't have to put out there in that future image because that's already come to pass. But the problem is when you're manifesting something, when you're trying to bring it into your future, part of manifestation is, is visually seeing it, feeling it, experiencing it. And I don't think I included him in that, not on purpose, but because it just was like, I just didn't think I had to, but now, oh, so here is what, well, you know what? I'm going to wait till the second half of this show to get into the guilt part, because let me just tell you, that's big. Guilt's big period, but I'll get into that in the second half of the show. So after um, I take a commercial break later, stick around, because I want to, I want to tell you so much more about that, but back to the manifesting. So. Yeah, I was feeling sand in my feet. I was smelling the breeze. I was seeing, you know, what the future looked like. I was literally allowing myself to feel the emotional sense of accomplishment of having achieved those goals I wanted. But I forgot, or I didn't I neglected to include the people that I wanted there in that future image. I forgot. It just wasn't there. And now what I've just sent out as an intention for my future into the universe was a successful businesswoman, a blogger. I wanted a podcast. (laughs) This is so ironic. Uh, Let me just tell you all of these things have come to pass. You know, I own my own business. I have a blog, a podcast, you know, almost everything. And I wanted it to be that I was making my own money and not, you know, dependent upon my husband's like all of these things that I put into place. The only way that that came to be would have been in the absence of my husband, because he took care of me. He provided for me. He gave me comfort that also gave me a lack of motivation, I guess, to see that dream that I was envisioning actually come to be. So. I say this a lot, but I I will always work hard to try to have something good come out of his loss because it seems so senseless. So I do feel a duty to now make something great come out of it that wouldn't have otherwise come to pass. But it devastates me to think that with him here, I might not have been motivated enough to do these dreams that I had without... Needing to, ugh, it's awful. It's awful because it's the shoulds. Remember that episode I did? If, if you haven't checked it out, you need to go back and listen to it. But um, I was doing. Uh, there was a lot of shoulding going on back then. I was always wanting to do this blog, and at the time, it was going to be about type one diabetes. Um, but I always wanted to just give back and do it in a way where I could write, which I absolutely love, and podcasting is a given. I love to talk. <laughs> um, all of it was stuff that was just a sort of future we'll do once the kids are out of school, we'll do once, you know. You put off things till tomorrow. But that shoulding, whoa. You know, I think I probably would have continued to put it off because it's when you wait for the right time for things to happen. I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but it's never going to come to be because there's always going to be something that will fill that hole. Like, have you ever had it where you say there's no way I could possibly take on one more thing and then something major could happen and you take on 30 new things, you find a way somehow you will always find the time. Time is not really the issue here. It's like we make up time as an excuse, but in reality, sometimes the busier I am, the more I get done. It's like when you think you have all day long, nothing happens, right? So, yeah, I think I was just waiting for the perfect time when I had less on my plate and that day would just never have come because my boys are getting older and I thought, well, that means they'll need me less, right? I won't have to Lay out what they're going to wear for the day because now they're going to be picking their own clothes. I won't have to, you know, fold their laundry. They'll be old enough to fold it for themselves. But the problem is when that happens, there's new needs. Now they need me to drive them to practices all the way down, and, you know, in the southern part of the state that takes hours on my Saturday. And, you know, there's more. There's just always more. And even when you think, well, they're almost of an age where they no longer need a babysitter and I'll have all this freedom. Not so much either. (laughs) I'm just going to say, like, then you have new worries of, should I be leaving them alone on their own? Are they trustworthy enough to not be having people over or breaking rules that they know there are? And, you know, you have all these new things that plague your mind. And I don't think a day of not having anything on my plate (laughs) to where I would have wanted this huge undertaking of starting a business, a blog, a podcast. And also, you know, my husband did that for a living, in a sense, for many years of when he was a commercial lender. He used to help new business owners, and I knew what it entailed. I'd seen him, and I had seen how many times it had failed for people, and I knew that that was a real reality. And um, I don't know. I think maybe that's not a step I would have taken if he was still here. He might have talked and talking. <laughs> Talked me right out of it. Or he might have supported me because he supported me in anything I did, but um, it might have just felt too big. And when things become a necessity, you know, after losing him, I had to return to work. That's different. Um, and oh, I hate that because truly, if we're not putting things off and we're doing it all now, you know, the things won't have to come into play like that where certain things have to happen in order to initiate you light the fire under you or make that next step happen and I was just I had so many reasons as to why I'm going to do it tomorrow and I just never did but in this manifestation that I had in my mind of the perfect life it included me doing all those things that I was shooting you know I was accomplished and doing all of that stuff that was the vision I saw for my future and I got it I got exactly that And it wasn't what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't at all what I wanted. And I think it was what I wanted at the time, but there was so much more. And the reason for this podcast today is to just remind you that when you're trying to plan a future, or if you're somebody who likes to do manifestation work like myself or law of attraction, and you're just trying to stay in a good energy or vibration and make sure that you're open to receiving all of the good stuff you really need to have a very clear vision of what that is and in all the parts I kind of think about it like this and I'm not even sure if this is a great analogy for it but I think of it as if you were going to look for a job and you are very clear on wanting a job that you got to use your typewriting skills. Wow, that just dated me. I don't even think I ever used a typewriter in my life. (laughs) Uh, What is it called, your keyboarding skills? (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, And you wanted to be able to do some graphic design work and you wanted to be able to do um, a little media stuff. And you put all of that out there in a manifestation, but you forgot to include the fact that you want your weekends off to be with family, that you want, you know, all these other parts, these little things that seem like tiny little details. Well, in the absence of those details, it's like saying those don't matter to me. And if they don't matter to me, you can fill those in however you need to to make these other things that I said I really needed and wanted happen. Right? So it's like you're giving the universe or God the... Opportunity to just say, okay, she said this is her focus. This is what matters. This is the most important thing. And now, whatever we need to do to make that happen. I mean, what if that perfect job existed, but it meant you had to work every Saturday? You didn't specify that you wanted those weekends off. And being specific is actually really important when you're manifesting because everything else is just not important, in a sense, is what you're saying. Not that it isn't important, it probably even is more important to you so make sure that you keep that at the forefront because the future you really want has nothing to do with being able to do some media work and typewriting (laughs) oh my gosh so it really has nothing to do with that at all i mean those are the things that will make your day easier but you're living for the weekend you're living for the family time i'm assuming but i'm saying let's in this scenario in this example you know it's all about doing all of that stuff that you love but Basically, just so that you can have more of the time with your family and your loved ones and, you know, the people you adore. And um, so if you leave them out of that picture, that equation, and, and I literally mean picture, when you're picturing it in your mind, show those weekends and the fun and the, you know, see all of that as part of it because you don't want to show up to that, you know, interview process, say, I want this job and I, these are my most important things. And when your employer looks at the list they don't see anything on there about you not being able to work weekends so perfect you're hired you got the job and now you got a bunch of stuff you don't want like say your husband passes away (laughs) i mean i'm getting and i'm not getting it it, honestly if you if you don't say it and you leave it open to interpretation it's just like you're saying that anything is fine with you any way in which it needs to happen to have that come to existence and I know that's not what you mean, so you got to be real careful with what you say. And I think this just translates in life. A lot of people don't say what they really mean. They think people can read it in between the lines, and they know. Oh, that's common sense. Of course, they know I mean that. They know. But don't make assumptions. You know, of course, the whole cliche of it makes a ass out of you and me, right? It really, truly, though, does. When people assume, it's like you're basically just saying. I, I don't care about these things when in actuality you care the most about them. So paint the picture properly is all I'm getting at there. got a little sidetracked. But anyway, yeah, it just, it truly is. It's like you're ordering off of a menu and you're saying, I want boom, 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 boom. And you're not saying I have a peanut allergy. My gosh, you could end up with everything you said you wanted and a whole lot of stuff you didn't. <laughs> Enter me, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know. <sighs> Do I really and truly believe that my manifesting brought into effect him passing away? Cause I know that's what you're wondering. And I gotta really think on this. Whew. Maybe. Maybe I really do think that. Because there just was I thought that those parts of my life, I'm gonna say this again, but I thought those parts were so set in stone that as part of a manifesting practice, you didn't have to repeat the obvious. It's like when I pray, I just know, like when I pray for health and healing, It's not like God is a genie in a bottle where if I don't include all of these little things, he's going to find a way to twist it and make my life, you know, okay, I'll give you that, but I'm going to make it so you get that. But in order to get that, your son will have to die and you're going to need, you know, a transplant from him or like, I don't know. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, I always think of the genie in the bottle when I think of that. Like, you don't really have to. God's not trying to trick you. But I will say be it universe, soul, whatever, I don't know, be it God, they are listening. And if you're not communicating what you truly cherish, you do have to be careful because you might very well find yourself without that thing. So he probably knew in my life that that was a major goal and that it would never be hit. It would never happen at while I was in my marriage. I mean, I'm grateful I'm not, like, he didn't plop a divorce in my lap, but I mean, I can't think of anything. This this was about the worst case scenario, but how would God know that? Did I spend enough time communicating my appreciation for one, for all of the amazing gifts I had? Not enough. Did I make sure he knew priority number one over career for me was this family and this life I actually already had? I mean, come on. How many people wouldn't give anything to be able to have a life where they got to stay home all day and do the stuff that a lot of families have to just cram into a weekend and or nighttime? You know, I had the daytime on my own to do this stuff and to just be able to enjoy the time on the weekends and nights with my family. So... Just to get into manifesting a tiny bit more, I might have said this in another episode, but just as a reminder, especially if this is the first time you're listening to me and you joined in just because of the manifesting part, um, I do want to say that I think the one place where a lot of people mess that up is they don't really think about when they're doing manifestation and affirmations and they keep saying, I want, I want, I want. The problem in that is you are going to find yourself wanting, wanting, wanting. So I just want to make a little mention that um, if you're you're thinking like, wow, how is she this like powerful manifester that she thinks that she could actually have gone as far as to have her husband end up passing away to get what she wanted. That's awful. First of all, it just sounds awful even saying it. But um, I do think that I had a powerful, powerful manifesting ability Um, especially at that time because I was putting all my focus and energy into doing that Um, and living every day so you have to almost like act as if until you are in one sense but you also have to embody it like think I was using all of my senses in this I was smelling what I wanted I was feeling it on my skin I was uh, I was even trying to immerse myself in um, doing some of the things that I would be doing in that future life but The problem, again, it was just that you have to be so all-inclusive with it. And so maybe even one kick the I want, I want, I want, and just, you know, it's more as if it is already or it's coming already. Uh, But then, so sometimes twisting how you word things. So that you're not saying, you know, I want this or I want that, but what would it look like if, you know, and then your mind automatically, boom, it goes to what it would look like if. (laughs) So anyway, I was really good at that and I just wasn't really good at the whole picture part. I just didn't envision that because I didn't need it to change one iota. That's the most ironic and sad part about all of this, is that I left it out because I thought it is so perfect already as is. I don't need anything in my future version of me to look any different. It's so good. Like I just still want my kids to be exactly as they are now, my husband to be exactly as he is now. And it just did not even occur to me that I needed to include them in that visualization, that I needed to always continue to remind God, to remind the universe that this is my core value this is what I'm doing all the other stuff for this is what I want first and foremost is none of this to change and then maybe this cherry on top it was the cherry I was putting all my focus on it was that little tweak to like really just be like hey I mean it's almost perfect if I could have total perfection it would include me also adding this back into my life and that's what I was really trying to view but it wasn't the picture I was painting in my head I wasn't including that as part of it. It was like, yeah, that's going to continue and I want to add this. And then that's where that vision, that's where I put all my intention all my time. And just like I talked about in the last episode, where you put your focus is what grows, and it did at the detriment of what would have had to have happened to see that to fruition. It's almost like everything else crumbles to fluff. That's what it feels like to me anyway. As so though I literally passed the message on that this other stuff is secondary just give me this thing that I want (laughs) it's so terrible so I'm gonna take a quick break and I want to get into this second half on the guilt aspect and why I consider like this was just for me I don't have hardly any guilt I lived my life in a way that I am so proud of it is helping me immensely with my grief process but I have one major major guilt that just doesn't go away so I'll get into more of that when I get back don't go anywhere So, as many of you who are here know, and for those who do not, uh, Simply Healed with Heather Leonard is under the umbrella of my company, Can You Cure Cancer, LLC, and my website, which is at https colon slash slash canyoucurecancer.com. I am about to be changing my homepage, and I just want to let you know that I might not have this opt-in around much longer so I just wanted to make sure that I made mention and gave anybody the opportunity who wanted to scoop it up before it goes away that I had a freebie which is basically a list of questions to ask your doctor at a visit and included in that was also what to bring to that visit to be prepared a lot of it is stuff you might not think of I mean it seems kind of common sense like I'm sure she's gonna talk about your ID or insurance card Yeah, details like that are in there as well, but there's a few little nuggets in there that have helped a few friends immensely, and um, I don't want you to miss out on it. So, as I said, it'll be going away soon, and I just wanted to make you guys aware of that, so that if you wanted to, it's a subscription, but what subscription just means there's no cost. I just want your email, so that way, going forward, if I have anything to announce, I can let you be a part of it. It's just keeping you in the loop, so... Those won't be there for long. Um, make sure that when there's an option to be on the cancer or grief side of that website that you choose the cancer side if that's the opt-in that you want. And that's about it. Thanks so much. And back to the show. So I feel the need to say I do not feel that anyone, let alone little old me, has the power to control if someone else dies. <laughs> I don't. I really, um, I've done my own work on myself. Let's just say that. And I do completely understand and embrace that I did not cause his death, but it will always haunt my thoughts and bother me. You know, I don't have hardly any regret. We did everything. We did everything together. We did everything the way we wanted to. We made no apologies and just lived our life to our fullest. But You know, in many senses I feel like our life kinda ended at the same time. You know, I'm I'm still here but I'm looking for like new purpose and um but I that part is just it's like come to an end and I don't I don't think that I single handedly made God decide to take him from the earth to give me my dreams. That makes no sense at all. And that's not what I'm implying here. But it did give me like a pause in my life to just reflect on and really say, wow, am I being intentional and careful with my words and my visualizations and my manifestations and all this other stuff that I talk about that, again, I know a lot of people are going to say is woo-woo energy stuff, but it's powerful. It really is powerful. And I love getting into the physics of it all, and you guys know I will if that's what you need me to do if I'm starting to go down a path that you guys aren't following me on here and you're thinking that all that's just kind of woo woo I will remind you about how much of us is actually energy, and you are missing out on actually having more control over your future uh, if you embrace that. You know, if you really start thinking and functioning in that energetic more, you can manipulate your life to have more of what you want. That's factual. So, um, you know, it, there is a very real whisper in my ear that always says, oh, Just be careful, because if he had already met all of his goals, you know, if he had already done all the things that he wanted to accomplish in life, which, as I've told you in past episodes, he literally whispered to me right before his passing, um, you know, right before his cancer diagnosis, that he had accomplished all of his things. And then God sees me reaching out or the universe hears me reaching out and and saying that I still had this very big want over my life and, you know, the. path to that didn't include my husband i don't know i don't i don't know that i could ever fully just dismiss the fact that it didn't have some bearing or control over it and that's just my own faith that's just my own belief system and i don't think that in reality i mean there would have been so many other factors but anything that i could have done to contribute to losing him breaks me at my core so you know i carry that with me pretty heavily and And if anything, if nothing else, maybe it was just a lesson for me to get out of life that I had to be more careful and intentional and, um, you know, pay more attention to the details because it's one thing to be like, oh, I want to be wealthy. That's what people always seem to want to manifest is wealth, right? And what does that really mean? Do you really want to be the, what is the old duck there? The (laughs) McDuck's, not Scrooge McDuck, but Scrooge, I don't know. But sitting there, you know, in your mansion, but no, no family, no friends around you you've got all the money in the world but you don't have anybody to share it with i will say i would do a lot of grief coaching and more often than not what i have heard from widow widower doesn't matter i keep hearing the same thing which is that i now have all this money and no one to share it with what is the purpose like now I've got all of this financial security or I've got all of this, whatever it is, and I don't have my person here. So it means nothing. And I have said that so many times since losing Barry, I would get rid of the house, the cars that I mean, I did get rid of a lot. I sold our boat. I sold his truck. I had, you know, I went from driving a Jaguar to driving a Kia. I just don't care. You know, I don't care about that stuff. I care so much more about the experiences, the friends, the, oh, like even my dog, I make sure I spend more time being grateful for him and spending valuable time with him. But I could care less about being able to afford all of these, what people would call the finer things in life. The finer things in life are those moments, those moments with the people. When you look back over your life, you will not care what you were sitting in whether it be a mansion or a trailer, if you weren't sitting next to the person you love in that rocking chair. I'm telling you right now, you won't care what you're in. You won't care what you're driving. You won't care what you're wearing. You won't care what color your hair is. You won't care about any of that. Because why do we care about all those things? (laughs) Why? What's the end goal in life? It's actually not this accumulation of stuff and wealth. It is considered a wealthy life when you are surrounded by your love people and enjoying life and giving back and watching other people get joy from your actions like those are the things those are the nuggets like i just think man when you manifest just be very very clear before you start doing a practice like that before you start doing trying to do any kind of law of attraction or any kind of um mindset work, because this is sort of where the world is shifting now. That is such a big popular topic. But if we are not clear on what the end goal is that we want in every single aspect of our life, not only are you potentially attracting something different than what you ever even really wanted, but guilt can sneak in. It's like giving it the crack, the little avenue into you know winning (laughs) guilt is why more of my clients are struggling with grief than anything else and it's guilt of all types guilt of not enough time spent guilt about words not said guilt about um you know not doing the things that they always said they wanted to do experiences and you know all these other things but Whew. I did blog on this. I think uh, if you guys are following along on my blog, I talked about um, the regrets of the de- the dying, and um, I think I I quoted a book in there, and you should check it out. But truly, people at the end of their life are not focused on what they did or did not achieve in terms of wealth financially. If wealth will help you acquire, you know, a a better What's the word I'm looking for? It's just, it's as though people think they'll be a better person once they're wealthy. Like, I'll give back more. I'll do more volunteer work because I'll have more time. I'll, con- you know, pay more money at the church. When, the, you know, Oh, it's just, it's funny because when you do get there, Your goals are going to go up. You're going to be looking to the next thing that you want to do. The next thing you want to acquire. You can, just like those, um, you know, it's just, it's pushed to the next thing. I guess that's what I'm just getting at is that you're going to then find your next shiny object if that's your pattern and that's your way, and it's never going to be enough. And so I love, wealth. don't get me wrong. I'm all about hard work, earning a lot. I'm also about giving back a lot. And also about realizing none of that matters absolutely none of it matters if you don't have a wealthy you know experience in this life so you have to like build up all those inner wealth stuff first and then those people I think tend to succeed more once they make the monetary wealth because at their core they're content they're happy they're balanced and they're more than happy and grateful to be able to give back and to be able to contribute and to find ways to, you know, just make huge impact in the world. But some people will find themselves not being full internally as far as like life goals and, um, and just, you know, being good, kind people. And then when those people acquire a lot or become monetarily wealthy, One, I think they have to work a whole lot harder to get there. I think that there's going to be a lot more of the work hard to play hard happening there because I think they're going to have to try harder to get, you know, I mean, anybody can hustle, 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 and eventually be wealthy. But I think people who are not good people on the inside tend to have to work a little harder than those who are actually good people. That's just my own take on it. But I think even then, once they get to that monetary wealth position, I think none of that stuff that they're promising and pushing off will ever come to be, because I think they will continuously be thinking of self and be thinking of furthering their own situation. So it's good to do some of this internal work because it's real easy to sit and listen to what I'm saying right now and go, oh, yeah, I know people like that. Oh, yeah, I know the, you know, the nasty people just keep getting wealthier and oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but really think about if this is you in any tiny little fleck of a way Like, have you ever gotten there to that goal that you would set only to find yourself wanting more or only to be setting the bar a bit higher and then making promises that when you get to that next point, that's when you'll do these other things? Even if it's just like working hard, like some people work so many hours in a week and they're always telling their family, once I make it to this level, then I'll back off. Then I'll be able to pump the brakes a little bit. But then they get there and then it's the next thing. They're looking at the next promotion. They're looking at the next you know, achievement or dollar amount they want to make or bonus they're hoping to get. And they never do dial back and start spending more time with family. COVID was such a nice eye-opener for that one core value that so many of us needed to just go, wow, that's the good stuff that's the stuff i want to be like i'm gonna bust my butt it's only for that so if it means i have to be spending more of my precious time away in order to get there it's not worth it right like at a certain point it made a lot of us just go okay like this is where it's at i don't even care if i just took a big cake pay cut i got to like see my kiddos get out of bed in the morning and you know help pack their lunch and get them onto the school bus or drive them to school for once. Um, or whatever it was, I mean, maybe we were all doing virtual learning at that point, but oh, it was just the gift of time together, and I have no doubt that's what's led to this big movement of everybody wanting to be home, but there's value in that, and I've got to think employers are seeing it too, because more and more of them are trying to find a way to have this nice split of um, in office and at home. I think they see the value in, in their people and in having that time, so yeah, yeah. It, it, COVID, the, the blessing and the curse that is COVID could be a whole episode all of its own. I always say it was a blessing for us. We were together during those tough times. We didn't have to be apart. There was so much good that came from it for us, and I know there was a lot of hurt for a lot of families, but, boy, as a, a society, I think we made a big shift that we might not have otherwise taken. So now going back again to, like, if we continue to not do things. So let's put it, that could be very well why it happened, right? The whole world was not spending enough time at home and with families. And maybe just maybe the universe God said, you know what, this is not okay. And the only way I'm ever going to bring them home again is something major, like this major, major disease, right? This major sickness that ended up taking a lot of lives but look how many lives will be saved and so much more you know beautiful because of it so did we bring it on ourselves maybe so again don't shud yourself make sure you're doing it and not putting off and saying oh well i will stay home more with them when you know maybe that is why we got that consequence and i don't think that it's because you know god was trying to punish us by taking these lives or you know all of the things that happened as a result of covid but instead it might have been a simple ratio of more people were saved and had a better more promising future than the life in which covid never happened and nobody ever changed their ways and nobody ever saw the light at the end of the tunnel it's just it's a lot to reflect on but if you really just apply this to your own life make sure you're not putting things off make sure you're clear on your intentions of what you want in your future and even if you don't manifest and you're not into all of those practices still people manifest every day whether they sit down you know in yoga position and close their eyes and hum while they do it, or whether they're driving their car and just picturing, like, the next car they can't wait to get, you're manifesting constantly with your words, your actions, all of these things are bringing the next thing into existence constantly, I mean, that's part of the reason I was harping on you guys but the way we speak, and being careful not to say things like, my kid's a monster, because before you know it, you know, <laughs> you might have a terror on your hands, and, like, these joking expressions that we use but you know this is killing me and all that stuff it's just ick it's not and don't say it is (laughs) I will constantly stop my kids in their tracks when I hear that stuff going on but uh, all of those little things are manifestations you're causing you know the what was that Uh, phrase again that your your thoughts become things right while your words maybe even more powerfully so because obviously you're thinking and speaking it but uh, that's manifestation that is bringing things into, you know, the next step of happening and be clear. Just, I, I would probably give the homework assignment this time to just sit back, look at your life. Um, I apologize my dog snoring in the background. He must find me boring, (laughs) but, um, think about the life that you want to have, that you want to embrace and exactly what that looks like. If you find it being loaded more towards like you've already feel like you've done all the family things and it's all loaded towards like career aspirations or you've done all the career things you just financially want to be more secure or you've done all the job stuff but you still haven't found that perfect person for you like just be really careful to not ignore the other parts when creating this future vision so you don't want to just neglect you want to continue to paint the picture and see all those parts that you still want in your future yeah, you don't want to end up with regret. You don't want to ever end up scratching your head and asking yourself if you had some hand in the stuff that came to pass. Um, I know I don't love it. <laughs> I know that my logical brain says I had nothing to do with it, but I know that my you know subconscious always wonders if if it might have been a factor in God's higher plan for my life and helping me to achieve my goals on the time that I have less left here on this earth. And, you know, the comfort of his help and his security he offered me and all those things definitely would not have led to the achievement of that. And I mean, any God I believe in is going to always be trying to help us achieve our goals, um, all of them and see them in this time, short time that we have on this earth really. And make sure that it all happens for us and so don't give him a reason to make you know that be the thing that needs to get out of the way is your marriage or your children or whatever the case may be don't ever you know give that opportunity for god to say well you know that's not her focus right now that you know that's happened and it's in her past or it's not something that you know or it's something that's limiting her or that's even worse right don't let the the things that are the most important actually limit you anyway. I think that's that's crazy because if you really love people, then they support you in your endeavors. So, yeah, you want that future, but you want it with your people. And if your people are your priority, which in my life it always will be, I will sleep in a tent any day of the week for a moment with those people. Then for a lifetime alone in a mansion with any kind of extravagant lifestyle, So just be really, really careful with your words, careful with your thoughts, careful with your actions, your manifesting, your your attraction, all of it. You just got to put out the right stuff. And gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I think if you're doing a gratitude practice of, you know, listing off all the things that you're really grateful for in your life before you even step into manifesting something else it already puts that as the forefront of what you're most grateful for right it's already at the helm of like this is what i i put this first i'm grateful for it i don't want it to change and i'm forever happy for it like you know it's uh, and i did do gratitude practices i definitely did but not like connected to my manifesting stuff so when i was like gonna sit and do some like meditation and that's when I would always like sort of think of myself as being in manifestation mode right because you're like sitting there in you know quiet and clearing your mind and then I was I would always fill my mind with my hopes and dreams for the future and that was the time that I always fitted in but it should have been following my gratitude practices which I wasn't as good at I typically always Went through sort of the things I'm grateful for in my life before going to bed with my kids. We would do prayer time together, and I would always kind of just list off all of the things and have them list off all the things they're really grateful for. Um, But it wasn't tied in, and at the same time of day is when I was visioning this future for myself. So, yeah, a lot in there, guys. And I I don't have hardly any regrets in life, but I just uh, basically emotionally dumped my biggest. Regret and guilt in my whole life right at your feet and I can't be any more honest and raw than this I just keep giving it to you guys the way it really is I'm trying not to sugarcoat things, but I just don't want you to ever have any of the the Negative stuff that I've been through ending up at your feet So whatever I can do to deter you and remind you that you gotta always set intentions for your future that include all of the most amazing people And all of the true things that you really want. So that's it guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. And, uh, I can't wait to see you again on the next one. I'm so excited about how many people have been joining in to listen to this. Hopefully this episode got you thinking just a little bit. All right. I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.